0: This is the World of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, sun Santos. All right, everyone, sit back, relax, and crank up your volume up to the highest level because it's now time for the World of Row Podcast. I sound like a game show host when I do that, right? I'm your host. My name is Roel Santos. People call me Roe. Uh, I am a left-handed, right-handed person. Ambidextrial? I am ambidextrial. I am also a fan of Teddy Grahams. Yes, I'm a fan of Teddy Grahams. I am also... I am also a guy who enjoys a good game of golf every, every now and again, not too often. Anyway, I'm also a delightful husband, a wonderful human being, <coughs> Whoa! and this is my podcast, guys. Welcome to the show. I give it to you every single Friday on iTunes, Google Play, World com, wherever you listen to your podcasts. There's a couple of amazing ways you can help out my podcast. And one of them, of course, is by taking the time to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends. Maybe... uh Send your review, screenshot your review, and say, hey, this is the review I left on Royal's podcast. Why don't you do the same if you listen to it? If you have an iPhone, you have an iTunes account, any type of Apple device, you can leave a review. I would really, really appreciate it. Also, there's a Patreon page at patreon.com slash worldofrow. You can give back a couple of dollars to the podcast if you choose to do so. I would really, really appreciate it if you could. Thank you. Guys, 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 how and gals, how are all of y'all doing this week? How's your week been? How's your Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday looking? Today is Thursday while I'm recording this, while I am on the road. I, um, I, I, I'm i geared up, excited, I'm jazzed, I'm ready for this amazing weekend. I'm ready for uh, for what's to come. As you guys know, my wife is pregnant. She is now, I think, 21 weeks, I think is yeah, 21 weeks. And we are doing a gender reveal this Saturday. So two days from now, forty-eight hours from now, I will be getting all jazzed up because we're gonna find out the sex of the baby. I am really, really excited because we're gonna know where, where, where we need to, what we need to prepare for, and uh, whether it's a boy or a girl, whether whatever the baby is, I am gonna be very, very happy, truly blessed, because you know it, it, it's sometimes you know things you know we people want kids and some people can not have kids and we've been blessed to have two kids one's already two and a half and we have one on the way and I, I'm really really excited if you guys are friends with me on Facebook live or Instagram you guys can take a look on my feed on Saturday and you'll be able to see what's going on maybe I'll post it to Twitter I think I should because I don't post a lot of videos on Twitter but I think I will it's going to be a very very exciting time um and you know everyone's coming out family friends close friends and um you know my younger sister maddie who's been on the podcast a couple of times now is kind of planning it or she planned it and uh a good friend of our a good friend of my wife's and i good friends plural anyway they're they're hosting it and we're really looking forward to it and uh just an exciting time i'm nervous i'm anxious i'm uh I'm all kinds of emotions and uh, whatever the case, whatever the, the gender is, I will be very, very blessed and very, very happy. Now, naturally, of course, any husband or father would love a son. So naturally, I mean, of course, I'm shooting I'm rooting for a son. I mean, I, I, I hope everything goes well. I, I'm fingers crossed. But whatever God gives me, boy or girl, I'm going to be very, very excited. And you should be excited for me too. All of y'all. Because it's my second kid. Yes. You be excited for me. Smile for me. You send me a tweet with a smile. Or maybe a, a Facebook post with a smile. Or maybe a thumbs up or whatever. Anyway, um, there's a lot of things going on. You know, uh, I don't want to get too, too, too negative. Because I just announced something very, very exciting and positive And I'm not going to go off my rocker and start talking about you know, this, um, this, uh, rambunctious, I don't know if that's even the right word to say either, but I mean, or this, uh, crazy thing we're going through and you guys already know, I mean, we're all in a transition. Maybe you support it. Maybe you don't. I, I sure as heck don't feel very positive about, I don't, I don't feel very excited about it, but I mean, it, it's just weird. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, political talk and a lot of, Political rubbish going on, and I mean, I'm not a political person, but now I've I've educated myself over the last couple of months ever since uh, the election, and um, kind of educate and understand everything, so that way I can under kind of have a, a point of view on on both sides of the plate. Now I've never been more for the right; I've been more left, but I mean, that's just me. And I mean, I got into like a Twitter war with somebody about. I mean, and I didn't even instigate it You know, as funny as that sounds, I'm not an instigator of that I just kind of like, you know, I, I say what I know And and this guy, uh, I'm not going to mention names He decided to kind of troll my tweet and start like an argument I'm just like, what the heck? What is this? This guy, so I, I mean, back, back and forth for like two or three minutes And I just said, you know what, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not doing this anymore So I blocked him, yeah I have the power to delete and I have the power to block. So I just said, "You know what? I don't need this anymore. I'm done." And I've kind of stayed away from it. I've I've read articles and that's the thing. I kind of just like, "Oh my gosh, I kind of you know come, you know, divulged and, you know, freaking and just engulfed myself with all this stuff and I had to stop. I like I think one night I was just like, "I got to stop reading this stuff. It's driving me nuts. I got to get away." So so I I tried to to read some you know sports or sports stuff because that's what I usually read that's my news in the morning and I needed to just kind of break away from it it was just driving me nuts but if you're doing the same I advise you to kind of cleanse yourself of it I mean you have to keep up with it and it's important but uh just wow okay so I'm I'm kind of going off off the limb here and off the right I mean off track but I just had to mention that but the week's been good uh stayed really busy I had a day off yesterday spent time with the family my wife's birthday's coming on f- uh, tomorrow actually so I we kind of celebrated it yesterday and I got her Olive Garden got her a piece of her favorite cake from Olive Garden lemon cream cake and uh, she had a a nice little din din it was um it was fun it was great to to spend time with my wife because i have to work and be away tomorrow and um yeah so we it was good to spent time with the we we all spent time together my daughter just wow she slept all night and like all evening it was it was just interesting it was like whoa you don't ever go to sleep this early and she stayed asleep all night so naturally that throws me off because i'm used to her going to bed at a certain time and i'm up I'm tossing and turning i'm I'm sleeping one hour, two hours, waking up every two hours, one hour, three hours. It's just like ah, and then you feel kind of restless, but you 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 think you haven't slept, but you probably have slept. It's one of those things, and it was uh uh you know just up and at him this morning, ready to go to work, drive anyway, <laughs> I'm giving you my life's my life uh story for this today a play, a play by play if you will, so anyway guys um This week's guest, I have Sam Slade back on the podcast. Now, Sam, if you guys recall, came on the show back in August or September, and we talked a little bit about his comedy career. We talked about what he was, um, what he, what made him get into comedy, what made him get into into politics. Like I said, he was on the Obama campaign in two thousand eight and two thousand twelve in Ohio and Chicago, so that was a very interesting uh, story. So we, him, and I had been keeping in touch. And we did. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in November we did the horribly awkward podcast together. And then he came on again just to give me like a like a fifteen minute soundbite of you know the Cubs going to the World Series, and and we had some issues with that with the uh, sound quality. So we said, hey, um, we got to get together again. And he talked to me, and you know I talked to him. We talked to each other, of course. But uh, he came into the new studio and we talked. And we talked. It's very politically heavy this conversation, and mind you, guys, it's not. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. It's more of just like, hey, let's bring things into perspective, and maybe it's pro Democrat compared to what you feel. But I think it's it's a conversation to where you guys can open up to to what we feel and what we're thinking versus what. If you're feeling the opposite, or if you're feeling the same way, you can kind of nod your head and say, "Yes, I'm in agreement, in agreement with this." But it was a, con- it was just something where I felt we needed to discuss it, and he had a lot to get off his chest. It seemed like so. I said, "Let's just do it." You know, I feel I've been feeling a lot very frustrated. I had been feeling very frustrated at the time, and with everything going on, and I think talking with Sam kind of helped because he's been in that you know realm for quite some time. But anyway. I think it was a great conversation It was an awesome conversation I hope you enjoy the conversation And if you don't, maybe uh, you can tell me how much you didn't enjoy it if you want But if you did enjoy it, you can always tell me too I would really, really appreciate that Anyway guys, let's go ahead and start Have a... I don't know Enjoy Uh, Now we're going, actually We're going now Dude, it's, it's likewise, man. Yeah, you, you know how to work that thing. Ah, uh, many years. Many, many years. years have been in, uh, in, in corporate radio. Dudley and Bob. A couple
1: years with Dudley and Bob, a couple years at uh, Clear Channel, uh, a couple years, or about a year at ESPN Radio.
0: Wow! Oh yeah, that's right, that's Back right. when
1: Austin had ESPN Radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no correlation to actual ESPN, they mm-hmm. just... Franchised it. Oh. How did that the feel? Logo. Yeah. When you find that out, you know, working there for a couple months and you find out you're not actually connected <laughs> to the mothership. Right, right, It's right. kind of a bummer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was a maniac though. I was so excited to be, you know, with ESPN growing up. I was a, a child of the big show, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DP and Oberman, man. Yeah. And Rich Eisen and, the, you know, Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott, yeah, brother. yeah, man, I know. Uh, that was a heartbreaking one. But, yeah, and then you find out. I mean, I was a nut when I was working there. I had the, the Sports Center ringtone on my phone. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I was a maniac, and then one yep. day they came in, and there's I think I, I don't know if I talked to you about this. I've talked about this on some podcasts, but I, w-
0: I think if you we talked about your career at ESPN Radio. Last sure,
1: time. It was, you know it was only like a year. I was just a producer, and then I, I walk up one day, and I got a you know a little cubicle desk and right. stuff in the bullpen, and I walk up, and there's these two, two older Hispanic guys, yeah, that uh, don't seem to speak any English, and they're sitting at my desk and like setting up shop. Yeah, and I was like, what? What's this? <laughs> and I walk into my boss's office. Hey, Neil. Hey, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, if you can take your stuff and just move it up to that front desk. Oh, the very front. And then two weeks later, got the Get got the, the old see you later. Well, uh, everybody did. Though. Yeah, they, they switched over. They kind of had a big, rebranding and yeah. everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, man. So <clears throat> we haven't talked. And, well, we've kept in touch. Yeah, we had a little bit You're of right. like a bro thing going there for a while. I mean, we just no, lost. We, still do. we We still do. Yeah, we just kind of. You know, life happens. I feel
1: so bad about that day uh, during the series where uh, I called in and we couldn't. Get oh it to work yeah, I just yeah. Kept screwing up.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was that okay. Was frustrating. Yeah, you know, I had actually done uh, the Naked Diner that morning, and yeah, and I was and Jack and Andy did my show, and then you called in and mm-hmm. we couldn't get the uh, the Skype to work. Yeah, couldn't get it to work at
1: the time. <laughs> I uh, I got a new phone, so we're good. Yeah, but, yeah. Man, I saw that. Jack and Andy are the nicest dudes. They the yeah, they're
0: They're great people man They're nice people
1: And to think that they're Across the country from each other It's yeah. crazy Yeah One guy in Massachusetts One guy in California Arizona Arizona
0: Yeah but you know what I don't know if you've seen But they They kind of went on a hiatus Did they?
1: Yeah What happened? It wasn't us was it? I don't know Or was it like creative stuff Between the two of them? I
0: think it was a creative thing I think You know They all wanted to go In different directions And uh
1: was so it kind of done? I think so. Really? Yeah. It's disappointing, man. Those yeah. guys are those guys are fun, talented guys.
0: They are, you know. And I told them, and I think you told them the same thing when you did your when you did their show. You're like, we're done. We're already done. Like I felt like that oh, It
1: flies by. Yeah, it flew by so fast. So fast, man. They're just they keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah. and good, word. interesting perspective from those two guys. Being, yeah, you know, Arizona, Massachusetts, and
0: you know, I was expecting because it was a big political conversation on both ends but i was expecting a different type of um response <laughs> what do you mean from, from well i was expecting i didn't expect them to be pro democrat or pro obama like the sure. way like the way they were especially andy yeah and you and you, i mean you you worked on the obama campaigns in, in 08 yeah. and 2012 so i mean you're very pro obama and sure you know and you you messaged me the other day you said hey man um i've been dying to get back on the podcast Absolutely. i have a lot to talk about and i feel like we both have a lot to talk about or a lot. Just
1: catching up, man. You were sitting here in the new studio and yeah. new, the new yeah. office. Yeah. Man, this is a great layout. Yeah, man. yeah. I like this. Thank it's, you. It, it it makes me feel like I need to step it up a little bit more from just sitting on the couches in the man cave. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. That well, that was laid fun. back. That, that was, was, fun. That and that was, was nice. fun. That was the first time we'd ever hung out. Yeah, that was. It was nice and casual and and just... Really nice and chill, and we had a great time. But this man, this this feels like man, you got the whole almost Dan Patrick setup. Yeah, I'm I'm
0: trying to go for uh, something more uh, professional. It looks great. Attract people.
1: You gotta get make loving in the next (laughs) room, man. Oh
0: man, so what's your take on everything? Let's, I mean, let's just jump right in with both feet.
1: Uh, Man, it's there's so much to keep track of. But, I, it's got to be exhausting. If you're not, like, I'm a total junkie for this stuff. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, if I'm, it, like, I've worked on campaigns since, uh, well, last cycle, did some work for a guy running for Congress out here. But, um, I mean, I, it doesn't matter if I'm involved or not with anything. It's just, that's, that's my fantasy football. That's my, right. that's what I'm, you know, guys get up and check the, this box scores and stuff. I'm, I'm reading Political Wire and, mm-hmm. and I'm, a, I'm a nut for it. It's just, it's, it's really exciting stuff for me and the, the stakes are high. Right. But, um, I feel like it's a lot to keep track of for like for you know folks like buddies of mine who have you know a couple kids and, and mm-hmm. you know full time job and, yeah. and trying to make everything happen and make sure life's rolling along and it, it's it's just you know we're somebody pointed it out last night at a show I was at we're we're like ten days into this and it's just already such a, a hurricane of, of diarrhea that it's right. it's hard to. Kind of wrap your head around I mean he He did not waste any time Just showing up And just Doing whatever the hell He wanted to
0: Yeah And uh I It's been so negative Oh yeah Very negative
1: It's only gonna get more negative I mean for for, Well for
0: me anyway I mean for For us But I mean it's just
1: I mean but just the tone Of this whole group Yeah It's just They're not You know It's not hope and change It's not Reagan morning in America. This is I mean the fact the guy quoted Bain in his inauguration speech wow. kinda tells you the, the I don't know if that was an accident or not.
0: I don't think it was.
1: I, I wouldn't put it past Steve Bannon to to drop some some Bain in there. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I think that sets the tone, you know, when you're using uh the, the famous speech of a of a Batman bad guy. It yeah, sums up what we're gonna be doing here for the next four years. Oh yeah. You know, it's uh
0: So what do you so what do you think, man? I mean how how is it i mean and you've worked campaigns before yeah. how is it that somebody who won the popular vote by 3 million votes still manages to lose the election electoral vote
1: it's you know it's the way that the, it doesn't really make any sense and when you start talking to people about it like who or like how did this happen you know it's it's not just who gets the most votes and this is the second time in our lifetime and only no. twice in history and twice in 20 years that this has happened where the person who lost a popular vote uh, became president. Yeah, it's 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 hard to wrap your head around it, and the fact that it somehow always happens to Democrats is is a little frustrating. Yeah, definitely. But it's uh, it's it's the kind of deal where you know, it, Hillary didn't run the kind of campaign she should have been running, and and it was, you know, it's like trying to sell somebody an old bag of tacos. Like there's yeah, <laughs> they're tacos. Yeah, everybody loves tacos, but they're cold. They've been sitting out. You know, nobody. It's hard to sell somebody on that. Right. It's a right. horrible analogy. That was no, a no, really no, bad no. <laughs> analogy. <laughs> uh, but you know she didn't spend enough time yes. in the Midwest and yes. I, I, it's not like I'm yes. I'm making any amazing political analysis here it's it's just she I think she took right. it for granted and I, I think young people went out for Jill Stein and for <laughs> Gary Johnson who offered nothing to young people but they, they got wrapped up in the both parties are the same well I will I'll be the first to tell you now you know I'm 31 mm-hmm. now right. I'm an old man now yeah, well, are for you better than these kids, I feel like it Uh, but if you, if you didn't think the parties were different, if you're one of these people who thought both parties are the same, it doesn't matter, I'll vote third party, I'll go Jill Stein because Democrats are the same as Republicans, boy, you're going to learn the lesson that they could not be more different over the next four years after eight years of Obama. Right. It's going to be hopefully wide awakening for a lot of young folks and, uh, and just middle of the road people, you know, who... This is just this is unprecedented. It's it's right. a brand new world, and it's it's we've got to do our best to keep it from turning into full the Dark Knight Rises dystopian future.
0: You know? Right, and I, mean, I, I don't want to. No, no, no. Like
1: I'm in a panic over it, but
0: no, you know, I told uh, I told a friend on Friday when all this stuff happened. I said I feel scared. I feel unsafe. Like I don't know what to expect because he's coming out with all these things and. <laughs> And they openly lie about everything too. I mean, they to deny, your face. yeah, and and just like, huh? Well, how to kick off the
1: entire four years and the administration arguing over the size of the crowd at the inauguration? Yeah. with the two photos, like it, the two photos could not have been more clear. And the fact that they came out and lied to the country's face, saying, "No, look, either, here's a people, uh, a photo with a million people on the mall. Here's a photo with, you know." However many thousands of people, and they're just going to tell you. Hey, I mean, you nailed it. They'll look you in the face and you know tell you that the grass is blue and the sky is green. They don't care.
0: And and <clears throat> clearly, it was a bigger turnout for for Barry. Of course, and just,
1: I mean first black president. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't even be arguable. It's like talking about the difference between you know Abraham Lincoln getting elected or or Ronald Reagan getting elected and uh, or Jimmy Carter getting elected and and somebody like. I don't. It, we have nobody to compare him to, right? You know, game show host, <laughs> literally. Yeah, like that the deal with the Supreme Court nominee last night. He had both of the his last two picks come to the White House on the same day. It yeah. makes me think he did. And again, this isn't like any sort of original political analysis, right, right. but it just seems like he he got him in the room and he did the the season finale of The Apprentice with him. You know, and had them both sitting there at the table. That's what it, the vibe I got from him. So
0: and then they they over they overruled the democrats on on these on these uh picks for the for the senate.
1: Yeah, yeah, for the a lot of the cabinet picks. And yeah. Democrats are doing what they can to to block some of the more extreme people like uh Betsy DeVos. Oh man, you beat me to it.
0: She got she got uh confirmed. She's it's, in and uh she's the Secretary of Education. Yeah, that's terrifying. She yeah.
1: she never went to public school Her kids never went to public school and she's pretty much just flat out anti-public school and we both went to public school we turned out all right i think most you know i I can't relate i the only time i went to a private school uh outside of like kindergarten was Mm. uh like a semester in high school uh and i got kicked out and they wrote me a letter you had to get this like some at some point during the summer you get a letter telling you whether or not you're coming back right like invited back right right and uh they, they wrote me a letter and told me I would not be uh, getting the invite to return due to my condescending sense of humor. Really? And at 17, I mean, what 17-year-old doesn't have a shitty condescending humor, <laughs> sense of humor? Right, 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 I mean, that's what 17-year-olds do.
0: Right, right. And I was also a real... I um, mean, there were, uh, David Spade was like a, a popular condescending, sarcastic comedian. Right.
1: I mean, everybody.
0: Yeah. You know. It, Back then.
1: I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's so... Yeah, I can't relate to anything Betsy DeVos wants to do and, or or can get behind it, but it's that kind of deal where... Yeah. You know, appointing a guy to the head of the EPA who doesn't believe in climate change, appointing Rick Perry to the head of the Energy Department, uh, which is, I mean, terrifying, but it's pretty damn bad when you watch these confirmation hearings and Rick Perry's the guy you're rooting for. Yeah, <laughs> You know, where you're like, yeah. holy shit, he's willing to learn, he's interested in the job now, and unlike a lot of people in this whole crew... The weight of the gig has kind of dawned on Rick. Right. And he's like, Wow, I'm gonna be in charge of the you know, the nuclear arsenal to some extent, keeping it maintained. Right. I better learn my stuff. Right. Or what I can or right. surround myself with people. Yeah. I mean the last two the last two heads of the energy department were you know, the guy who was one was a Nobel Peace Prize winner in physics and the other one was the head of the MIT physics department. So it's not like these were guys from Dancing with the Stars. Right. You know. Not that that I don't think uh, You know, Moniz can dance I'm sure he can
0: (laughs) No, and I uh, I mean, this is a So, this is a very big uh, thing for me I've been paying attention more The last six months than I have The previous 20, I mean 15 years of my life When I was actually supposed to pay attention And everything, and I was just like Wow, this is interesting. And you know, Bernie Sanders is being very aggressive and he's fighting for the Democrats and I, I, young people. Yeah, and young people and he cares and and I think that was the thing where people were talking to like, well, if Bernie had run, he may have won the election. He cared about the young people he cared in general. I mean, I don't it's one of those deals. We'll
1: never know. And yeah. it, it's torture to think about that kinda of yeah, it stuff. Is, it's like it thinking is. about
0: old relationships. <laughs> you know,
1: it's it's he got away, that's it. He, yeah, he's yeah. not coming back. He's gonna he's gonna be too old. Biden's probably going to be too old right it's just it's i'll tell you what the i think it's going to be trump might be a good thing for the majority of the common sense folks in this country because after eight years of not having to pay attention because you had faith and you trusted obama mm-hmm. and you knew he was competent and classy and presidential right now you got to pay attention man and, it, and people want to people have woken up i think you see all these protests and all these marches and it's it's pretty insane yeah it's the largest what was it uh, the women's march in austin was the largest uh I gathering saw the in photo of that. it yeah. was amazing yeah In la it was the largest protest in the history of los angeles too it was a million people downtown it was insane wow but uh yeah i was going to go to the women's march with my mom and it was uh, i was out for my birthday the night before yeah happy night. belated birthday right. i saw you, that buddy. yeah thank you uh yeah i'm now in that era you're in where it's like i got so 30s like a big one mm-hmm. 21 30 yeah and then I guess like I, I'm waiting for 35 now. Like birthdays
0: don't really matter anymore. They don't. I'm 35 now too. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That, well, that's a good. That's a. That's one of the marks. And then it's 40. But then it's all in between. It's who cares?
0: It's like that demographic. I remember when I turned 26, I told my friend I was like, "Oh my gosh, now when I check off my age, I have to. It's the 26 to 34. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh my god! And now I'm 35 to whatever. And right. I'm like, "Oh man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now we're in the new demo. <laughs> scary.
0: So do you incorporate some of these thoughts and feelings into your comedy?
1: I do a good amount of political stuff on stage. Uh, What's the
0: reaction been like? Uh,
1: you know, it was hard. Uh, I I host two shows every Wednesday in San Marcos. Yeah. I host a, a show called Camp Comedy at, at Buzzmill mm-hmm. off the square at 8 o'clock and then I host uh, a show called The Bucket List at Stonewall at 10 o'clock after that with a, a buddy of mine named Jason Johnson. Hilarious yeah. guy. But you know, those are Wednesday shows, so those happen, you know, that next night after the election, we had both those shows. Mm-hmm. And boy, that was, a, that was a rough night. Like, nobody wanted to laugh. People wow. were down. Last thing people wanted to hear was anything political. Right. You know, so I think we're now to the point where now that he's in office, it's, we got to start joking about it. It's kind of, it's just a survival mechanism right? Right, at right. this point. Because, you know, it's going to be, it's like you said, I, I don't know that I feel unsafe, like, I mean, we live in Texas, you know, we're, we're, you live in San Antonio, I live in San Marcos, outside of Austin or halfway in between Austin mm-hmm. and, and San Antonio, but it's, it's more like an anxiousness of knowing bad shit is inevitably going to happen with this guy in charge. Right. Either whether it's him and his, his, you know, Batman rogues gallery doing it, or if it's just his, you know, not prepared reaction to world events. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, but it's a, yeah, it's, here we are, man, you know, we're a week into it, and it's been a a jam-packed, really, talk about, like, you know, the Navy SEALs go through hell week, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the country had its own, like, this last week or so. I think people are just, I mean, already almost fatigued by it,
0: but it's, Dude, I, I, I was reading, I was listening to the news, and I was reading the news, and I'm, I just, like, I think. The other night, I had to put my phone down, and I just had to stop looking because I was making myself go crazy That's, it's just overwhelming it, at this it's point. oh gosh, it's just like on Facebook there's people arguing twitter there's people arguing the news you're just like, "Oh man, I got to get away from this
1: yeah i uh, I won't be able to pull myself away because i'm a I'm a masochist and i uh I'm addicted <laughs> to this stuff, but no yeah um. But you made an important point where I think a lot of guys in our generation are where you're at, where mm-hmm. you know now that you're grown and you're married and you got you got a little girl and a, yeah. one on the way. Yeah. All of a sudden, we had this conversation when we first hung out, where you're yeah. going, man, I should probably be paying attention. to this I thing. should, yeah. Or like, you know, this doesn't just affect me anymore. This affects, you know, my wife, my my daughter, my you know, the next one. Yeah. I think a lot of guys are like that, but then. I know a lot of buddies who have kids who just flat out didn't vote and just kind of threw their hands up or said it didn't matter because it was Texas and boy, if everybody who thought like that turned out and vote, and Texas if they voted. would be blue. Right, right, yeah, right. right. We'd, be, we'd be looking a lot different in this state. We wouldn't have a former, you know, shock jock turned uh, Christian talk radio guy as the lieutenant governor <laughs> talking about bathrooms. So, but that's what, that's what you get.
0: And and so that's, that's my thing too, man. The immigration ban and, you That's know, crazy. Yeah, and the, and you, okay. So let me ask you this: people have been these people who have supported or are supporting him have supported. have said it's like the Obama thing in '11, and I'm like, there are two different things, and I didn't know what it was at the time. So I did research. Uh-huh. His was just about the whole terrorist threat that was in Kentucky, right? And they're, and and and, uh, and and Trump is saying, oh, it's similar to what what Obama was going to do. I was like. And I looked into them like they're two entirely different things.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is – at what point do we just send back the Statue of Liberty, right? Right. Because that's Ellis Island. That's the first thing folks were going to see coming into the country. Right. You know, shining city on this hill or whatever the fuck Reagan used to say. But uh, I just can't believe uh, the guy thinks he can just shut down – you know any kind of immigration and you know what's interesting is out of the, all that that list of those countries where we're banning people from coming in mm-hmm. none of the four countries where the actual guys involved with 9-11 i saw that were from right so what are we doing yeah you know, it's, it's, it's crazy so
0: the, the guys from 9-11 they were all from saudi arabia weren't they uh
1: saudi arabia and a, a couple other countries i'd try to roll a couple off but i don't want to you know yeah, yeah fact checker sound like an idiot <laughs> but uh the fact
0: checker fact checker is off today they are. That's good. Yeah, she's eating cookies. Yeah, she's eating cookies today. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's just a crazy weird time. I know it's it's going to be great for comedy. It's going to be great for late night. It's going to be great for podcast. It's and Alec you know, Baldwin's just
0: he's crushing it. He's crushing it every week.
1: Uh, yeah, I heard he's going to host in a couple weeks too, which is exciting. <laughs> but He's always there. He's, yeah, he's just in the room. You know?
0: <laughs> he's like, I'm here. I'm not doing anything. I mean, that was like the running joke, right? That he. Didn't have anything else better to do, so he's always on SNL. Now he has, like, yeah,
1: now They hired him, and he's just in the room, and he's just gonna be. I don't think, I don't think he ever thought Trump was gonna get elected. I don't think he thought that gig was gonna go through the election. Yeah. And now he's he's kind of. I mean, it's gotta be a blast, but yeah, it's a little disappointing. I uh, I'm at this weird thing where I wa I was doing Trump nonstop, and people don't you know people don't want to hear Trump on TV. They right, want right. to hear somebody in the room with them doing Trump. Right. And now it's this great, like, refreshing feeling when I get through a set without doing Trump. I'm like, oh, that was so nice. Yeah, I have
0: to. So you were saying now you don't work it into your set list anymore, or you? I just,
1: I just try to. You know, it's one of those things where it's fun, and it's it's almost more fun to do just hanging out than it is to do on stage. But you yeah. know, it's it works, and it, I, I, it's pretty. I do a good Trump, but it's it's exhausting because he's just such a piece of shit. Right. You know, it's just. uh I don't. I don't know, man. It's. A, I was really excited to see. Not change the subject, but that. Yeah. You know when it, when a, President Obama left office a couple of weeks ago or mm-hmm. whatever, ten days ago. Yeah. He, in interviews, had said, you know, I'm gonna just take a break. I gotta, I gotta chill out. Yeah. Like, you know, paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I need some quiet time. I need some time to reflect and think. And right. Lord knows, like who wouldn't, right? You right. Oh, yeah, I mean? definitely. You know, a guy who hadn't had a real vacation in four years and eight years. Um. And then with the immigration stuff and with the protest, Obama's put out you know a couple he, of press releases over yeah. the last week, and he, he's he's too passionate and he he believes in the stuff too much to to really just go away, right? And I don't think we can afford for him to, right? You know, he's kind of all we have as Democrats right now, or even just common sense people who didn't vote for Trump. He's he's kind of like our he's our guy. So
0: so going forward, we don't have really have like a. And the Democratic Party, there's not really a it's strong. Pretty
1: wide open right now, man. We mm-hmm. got you know Chuck Schumer's the head of the the Senate Democrats. I saw and that. He uh, he's been around for a long time, and he's 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 a good senator. He, he believes in what he's doing. And then I thought it was pretty trashy of Trump to to make fun of him for crying. You yeah, know, he got choked up talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, because his I think his folks were were came over here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of you know we're not from the East Coast, so we we know immigration through. The like, South. Yeah. Sure. But, you know, on the East Coast, it's, there's no telling where you're from. Right. Where your folks were from. Yeah. Talking New York and Boston and all that. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm glad I got that Cubs one. I would have been heartbroken. Oh, yeah. That was a roller coaster of a week from one, that Wednesday night <laughs> to that next Tuesday.
0: Yeah. You're like, all right, well, the Cubs won. We just have like, like another, this is something to look forward to. And so we don't even know what's going to happen with the. With the election And at that point I was convinced That she was, that Hillary was going to win
1: I thought it was a lock And then yeah. I'm watching the as after a show I'm watching the Returns come in And I I got old friends and, and people I've worked with In the past Calling me that day Up and down Texting me Emailing them, What do you think Is going to happen You know Are we alright I'm really nervous And I'm telling everybody mm-hmm. Just chill out It's going to be fine Hillary's got this yeah. There's no way Trump can win Right And man I, I can't Remember the last time I was so shocked? Yeah. Just sitting there watching. I left. Uh, I left this bar on the square where we were watching the returns and Pennsylvania, Ohio. Not Ohio, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin had not really been called yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, I'm I'm going home." And when I walked in the door and sat down on my couch, turn on the TV, and it's the we can now yeah. say Donald Trump is president. And it was like I I drove through some. Fucking wormhole on the way home, slipped in some alternate universe. It was so bizarre, just the weirdest feeling of how did the, hell the fuck did this happen? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I remember I stayed up till like <clears throat> like one in the morning, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to bed. You dragged and, it out, yeah, yeah. And I, I woke up like at I checked my phone because I, I felt it like I, I could hear it going off, like vibrating and stuff. And I look and CNN reports it and then AP, and it's just yeah, like, it just starts coming out. Yeah. President, uh, Donald Trump wins presidency. And I was like, oh my gosh, no
1: way. So, so bizarre. Yeah. It's going to be a wild ride. It's, uh, you know, the cabinet picks are, are goofy, so goofy. And then it's that deal where it's like, what do we, we impeach Trump and then we get Mike Pence? Like, that's going to be any better? A guy who
0: actually knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, but then doesn't step up. And I mean, It seems like he's, he's, uh, like there's all these tweets are coming up from like a year and a half ago that he was
1: against most of the stuff Trump was saying. Yeah. Yeah. The immigration ban. He was against the Muslim ban. Um, I know a lot of people are talking about if that happens, start, everybody's going to register as a Muslim. (laughs) It blows my mind that we're, we're, they're talking about a registry. I mean, I, how, how far does it have to get before we can go? No, no, no. This isn't just a flippant. Hitler comparison right this is a registry of a certain group of people I don't know how close we can get to you know 1933 yeah so it's uh, we'll see I mean people gotta stay active people gotta you know don't get beat down get pissed off you know yeah and it's hard to do sometimes
0: and you're pissed off uh yeah I didn't want to turn 31 man <laughs> no dude I know how that feeling goes when you, when I turned 31 I was like whoa you're like,
1: because thirty's a novelty, right? Dude, you turn yeah. thirty and you're like, wow, this is cool. Yeah, I'm thirty now. Hmm, yeah, weird. This is going to be interesting. And then you turn thirty-one, and you're like, oh fuck, I'm in my thirties.
0: Yeah, I see that all the time, dude. Now I, I see people that are old that are younger than me, and I'm like, whoa, well, I used to be like the young guy in the in the building. Right now I'm like the <laughs> older guy.
1: Yeah, I'll talk to some stand-up that I don't know very well and just, you know, strike up a conversation and halfway through go, how old are you, man? And they're like 22. I'm like, oh, you're a fucking kid. Yeah. Like you were in like seventh, like elementary school when I started doing this.
0: Yeah. So how did that campaign go with Tim Wakey, right? Is that his name? Tom Tom Wakey. Yeah. How did it go? Uh,
1: Boy, he had the best, one of the best staffs I've ever seen or worked with as far as volunteers and young people who really believed in what they're doing. He he lost to Lamar Smith, uh, Mm -hmm. who was the, who's been congressman here my entire life that yeah. I since he was elected in 86 and Lamar Smith the other day uh, I don't know if he tweeted it or I don't know where he said it but he said you know you, you need to everybody just needs to quit listening to the media and just listen to President Trump and just trust him and it's like okay so he's bought and paid for by Exxon and and his, you know it, this is a guy it doesn't do any good to bitch now I mean two years hopefully we can get him out yeah. you know, with a good candidate running but um you know Lamar Smith's the kind of guy who he's done the bare minimum in order to stay in office. Yeah, uh, in the, in this area, and you know, I mean, he's the kind of dirtbag who took he took money from the NRA while the San Bernardino shooting was happening. Like, there's, I understand you're a Republican, you're going to take money from the NRA, but to do it in the middle of a massacre like that, yeah, I mean, that's you know, I don't know what to compare it to because that would be the comparison I would make. Yeah, you know, I would hear like if you heard something really shitty you'd go like geez that's like taking money from the NRA on the day of a mass shooting yeah, yeah, act- yeah. you didn't think anybody would actually be that classless <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Tom Wakeley he's a really good guy still down here in San Antonio uh, Zach Like who was his campaign manager is one of the, the smartest dudes I've, I've ever worked with um, what about so, the Castro
0: brothers what are your thoughts on them
1: uh, man it's going to be really intriguing and fascinating to see what they do mm-hmm. from here because I know I think
0: Julian already moved back to San Antonio yeah
1: I know he, uh, yeah, former Mayor Castro, former HUD secretary. Yeah. He, I think Obama kind of put him in that spot thinking this might set him up for a VP nom or maybe even a run. Mm -hmm. And then Hillary passed up on him for VP. And, you know, they don't speak Spanish. They don't. That's weird. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think you lose some street cred in the big picture. You You do? Tim Kaine's fluent, and he's about as white as he gets. Yeah. So... It's going to be, we'll see where it goes. We, I mean, uh, Joaquin's still in in Congress. Yeah. And he's kicking ass. And he, he might take on Ted Cruz, which would be a lot of fun. That would yeah. be a real interesting Senate race in 2018. And Ted Next Cruz, T-
0: Ted Cruz is an w- interesting fellow himself, huh?
1: He's a bizarro. He's weird.
0: And what about, uh, Rubio?
1: <laughs> I, you know what? I was talking to my brother. Uh, he's a grad, international studies grad student at Texas mm-hmm. State and a TA at Texas State. Um, and we were both talking about how okay and not really all that upset we would be with Rubio in office right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like 44. He does his best to seem like he's a cool Gen X guy. Yeah. And I think he actually believe The thing with Trump is he doesn't believe in anything. He yeah. believes in, in Donald DJT ratings machine So he,
0: he's kind of like He's kind of like Warped in his own little world This I mean, guy
1: I saw you t- At one point you tweeted Some joke about President Camacho And everybody has been Saying that and yeah. Or said it a lot During the campaign But Dude, this guy, you know Camacho, the former wrestler, mm-hmm. idiocracy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, D J T Ratings Machine is in the WWE Hall of Fame. He was. Yeah. A, he was a big business partner with Vince McMahon, and uh, McMahon's wife is yeah. in the cabinet now. Linda's
0: in the cabinet, which makes no sense. Well,
1: she's running the small business administration, <laughs> which I'm like, you're right. I, you know what, <laughs> the last small business you ran was that little bitty mom and pop shop WWE. Yeah,
0: back in maybe 1984.
1: Well, I, I I don't know when it was a huge. Dude. I mean, it's been a huge our whole life. It's been a multi-million dollar if yeah. not billion dollar industry. Yeah.
0: I think the only time it was mom and pop was when Vince bought it from his dad in right. like 81 like or when something. When his dad ran it. Yeah.
1: When it when they were still like traveling through the mm-hmm. Midwest
0: and popping up and So they they have a it's it, she has experience they have experiences doing small, but that was like
1: that was so long, long ago. ago. They, they've been running a They're
0: a corporate a billion dollar corporation
1: uh, at at almost a Disney level. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. I mean, and that's you Know the guys who made big contributions and kissed Trump's ass are the guys who got put in,
0: yeah. And it's interesting. Um, oh man, I had something I okay, it's interesting about, about Linda McMahon because she ran for Senate in Connecticut twice and she lost both times. Yeah. And she put up a lot of money out to out try, of her to, own yeah. She had a lot of money, like I think the first one was like maybe 60 million, and then the next. Next election she put up like another sixty, seven. Who has million? that money to drop? Dude, man. seriously.
1: I mean, there's pro baseball players don't have that money to drop. I mean, not even close. No. I think if you're listening to this and you're not political, or if you're one of Rose fans and you're not, you know, a junkie for the stuff the way I am and it's the kind of thing where if you see a candidate who's willing to fifty, eighty, sixty, whatever, tens of millions of dollars for their own campaign as far as not raising contributions from regular people and promoters, yeah. voters, you should be concerned. Definitely, you should be concerned.
0: <clears throat> I agree. Um, it's a big red flag. That's yeah, that's I mean, I it. just I've gotten really uh, enamored with this stuff, man. I just I feel like I need not enamored, just concerned. And it it was interesting to see when uh, when Greg Popovich. Yeah, I wanted to get into this with you. He spoke. I mean, dude, I've been like he spoke his mind, and people he has been. Like, he's been doing it since November. Time, yeah, yeah. Since it started. He, even with the primaries. I right. remember one time at, at a timeout, David Aldridge was like, hey, whoa, you want to know the results from the primaries? And he's like, whoa, well, who won? And I think it was Bernie and somebody else. And he did something where he, like, he shaked his head and, like, kind of walked off. Yeah.
1: He's not having the Trump stuff. mm and, and so what? Spurs fans are now pissed off at Pop? Yeah. They're pissed being, off. For mouthing off about... I mean, he didn't mall off about Trump. He said what we've all said is... I I don't know the exact quote but I can imagine what pop said.
0: He he thought it was it was I mean the immigration By the way was,
1: Spurs one of the most international teams that ex- have been for about two decades.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That was my point. And people that are here I mean let's let's be real dude. We live in Texas. It's central very Texas. yeah, we live in central Texas. It's very pro-Republican. Yeah. Vast majority of Texas
1: is it's a red state. Well, the, as far as who actually votes, yeah.
0: Exactly. So the people that get upset are the ones that are, the, that are the Republicans They don't like They don't like what they're hearing They don't like what he's saying And then They're going And they're threatening To cancel season tickets I'm like why Because he's speaking his mind
1: Well and do you think That the ownership Of the Spurs Are going to fucking fire Greg Popovich Because uh, no. he said something About Donald Trump yeah. Like do, you, do we need To count the rings Yeah And
0: here's the thing The Holtz Supported Donald Trump They funded they, Did they really Yeah they did Wow they, they well, Red for, McCombs too? No, well, not Red McCombs. I mean, the holds cuz McCombs they, did too. Oh, okay, oh, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so the holds donated to his campaign. I think they supported him.
1: And and, and What idiot gave money to Donald Trump's self-funded campaign by the way, <laughs> you know? Oh, cool. You're putting 100 million dollars of your own money in. Here's my oh, little Well, piece. here's
0: a little uh, shout out. No. The Spurs are the best. They're My favorite <laughs> dude. It, it was so funny. He came down here and he like praised the Spurs and praised Go- coach Pop and had Yeah, pretty much. You gave, like, gave him the finger.
1: And and Tim Duncan, U.S. Virgin Islands. Ginobili, Patty Millis is Australian. I mean, we could Notre go forever. Yeah, yeah. We the can. whole roster. It's yeah. one of the most international teams maybe just as a franchise in this new era of international NBA that we've right. grown up with. Right.
0: I mean, the demographics change in the NBA, man. It's, yeah. There's a lot of um, It's
1: not that there's not white guys. It's that there's not American white guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a, plenty of good white dudes, but they're not from here.
0: No. Yeah, and and uh, he had to. Uh, there, was, there was a guy that. That's, that's a
1: problem. I want to make sure. No, I didn't sure. say It's a problem. I no, don't white not. guys in the air.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I, this definitely not a problem. But I think um, he had told. Uh, uh, what was it? Boban Marjanovic. He went to Detroit. He played with us last year. Right. He. Pop had to tell him to take the money to go, like to get us further away from. From the U.S. because of this whole he just was, to be ready, the the, uh, the sense of the immigration that, thing.
1: Yeah, put that in perspective: that a head coach of an NBA team is telling one of his players, "Don't stay here playing with me, and we'll make a run for a championship." Mm-hmm. I'm worried about your future. Get as close to the Canadian border as you can. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's terrifying. That is terrifying. And for a guy, and Pop's not some. He's not some. He's not know, an idiot by any means. But he's not some peace and love. You know, throwing doves out in the right. air. He's he's an old school guy. Yeah, he's seen enough stuff to know. You know, I would love to hear what Phil Jackson thinks about all this. <laughs> I'm sure he's. You know, I know he's got enough going on in New York. They can't get that ship going. Yeah. But what do you think they're going to get rid of Carmelo?
0: I think they should. I like they have to. He's a, he's a cancer to that team. Can we call him a flop yet? Like yes. just
1: in general, because he came in with LeBron, and it was LeBron and Carmelo, and then LeBron became LeBron and. Melo's shooting those lazy jump shots Yeah,
0: so I mean, LeBron's here Melo's like right here Like a little way below like a, like a huge, he's a few big steps behind from LeBron And what's crazy is that people were saying When they both came in at the same time They predicted that I think Melo would have the better right. career
1: uh, from his, because from he his run the, at Syracuse Yeah, 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 that great uh, year At yeah. National Championship, or yeah. the Final Four I think it was in the Final Four, yeah Yeah, the uh, Durant team
0: Yeah yeah, I don't, I mean he's uh he just has a he has a a bad attitude, I think. So do do Spurs fans want Pop to get fired over this? No. Or they're just throwing a
1: little temper tantrum.
0: I think they're throwing a temper tantrum. People are threatening to cancel their season tickets. You know how I feel
1: about the Spurs, man. They're, that's
0: it's, You hate the team. I, You're a Lakers fan. I'm a
1: Lakers fan. You guys have destroyed us. We've we've pulled some off over the not recently. But you know, I'm but I'm not ever gonna say it's a good move to get rid of, you know, one of the best coaches in NBA history, maybe. Yeah. He he you'd put him up there. Yeah, definitely, man. You know?
0: He's very strategic. He's a he's an amazing coach. He took do you remember
1: when we were kids, the Spurs were trash. Yeah. All they had was, you know, the Admiral. They they
0: took uh they got Tim Duncan and everything else changed. That was it. Yeah, no, I he I think that people who are or Spurs fans are just irate that he's not on the same page as them, and he doesn't agree. I mean, or
1: that he's voicing an opinion at all,
0: right? And even Steve Kerr has come out and and, and against all these sanctions. And I've had people like on.
1: Well, it's easy for Kerr to do living in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to get that backlash.
0: No, no, no. But I, I, I think it's um, it's weird to me, man, because this country was built
1: on that. Yeah, that's my thing. Is I, I was gonna tweet it, but I was like, you're get off your fucking soapbox, idiot. Mm-hmm. But. If it, unless you're, you know, uh, a Native American or from, you know, majority of your or your, of your genes are Native American, dude, yeah. you're not from here either. No, you know, it's, I don't want to hear any of this taking our country back shit. It's, if the country was going to be taken back, you know, Native
0: Americans would take it. We're
1: all out of here. Yeah it's just it's crazy, uh one thing I wanted to ask you about have you seen the trailer for this x f l documentary
0: no, I've been wanting to They're thirty for thirty yeah it's I'm, tomorrow night is it tomorrow night
1: i'm I'm excited oh yeah, I saw the trailer for it, and I didn't realize i i got into it i guess
0: how old you been that was late nineties i was well it came out i think it started like in two thousand or ninety nine i was i was almost twenty by then okay. So I would have been like
1: uh, early it was, high school, but
0: yeah, it was right around the time the Attitude Era was kind of winding down. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, but it, the trailer's great, and it looks so exciting. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Just uh, I forgot all the weird, uh, like gimmicky shit. Yeah, there. they did a lot of gimmicky shit, like like you, where you race down to get possession of the ball. The <laughs> yeah, two yeah, guys, yeah, like yeah. they did like drills yeah. on the field.
0: Yeah, I just remember the guy that was he hate me. Yeah. Everybody remembers he hate me. That's
1: all anybody remembers about the NFL. <laughs> He's in the trailer, of course. I remember he got picked up by, like, Carolina yeah, one year. Yeah, he played and in he, the NFL. Yeah, he had a few plays. Yeah. Yeah, what a weird time.
0: Yeah, man, it's it's a weird time. And um, my dad and I talk, and we, we you know, reminisce and talk about these things. And I'm a big history guy. I've always been into history, but I've never paid attention to, to politics, per se. Right. I've been more into it now because – like you said, I think it's the family thing. I mean, I'm more concerned about my kids, my wife, my, our well-being. Right. Yeah. right.
1: You know, it's a weird deal See, too because you're San Antonio. I, I'm I but, live in San Marcos, which is basically these days a suburb of Austin almost.
0: And you guys are very. I mean, most people are still. Are they very liberal in San oh, Marcos? Absolutely.
1: Oh. I mean, San Marcos, dude, is stuck in a. It's stuck in a weird time warp, and it's like 1977. Really, it's people are just, like I'm driving out of town yesterday to go to Austin and there's people hanging out in swimsuits at the river and it's fucking January 31st, <laughs> you know, people, I can't tell you how often I'll walk out of a show and a guy like smoking a joint on the square, just standing <laughs> around outside. You're like, man, where, where are we? Yeah. So, but San Antonio's y'all are pretty liberal for the most part, the Castro's. And I know y'all have that goofball mayor now, but
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. I think, uh, well, I think they it was blue this year. The city voted blue. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it did. did, Big time. Are, did San Antonio, they, Dallas, El Paso.
0: Did they vote blue during uh, the Obama years? Yeah. They did? Okay. Yeah. So I said 20 years but I, to somebody. And I was like, no, no, no. no that, that can't be right. I, I can't imagine it wasn't.
1: You know, it probably... It'd be interesting to look it up. I mean, this is when, all available information. But uh, when
0: uh, W, maybe yeah, that's what I was going to say. Probably Bush, because everyone loved Bush in Texas,
1: and and he, dude, he did great with Hispanics, and he understood the yeah. importance of immigration. He got that.
0: You See, know, and, and when you look back, you are like, God, this guy's such an idiot. Oh, what would you
1: do to yeah, I'd do anything <laughs> to have him back? I saw him; it was so funny I watching the inauguration. Yeah, I, I, Trump <laughs> is giving that speech and the Bain speech and the sea of red hats. And all white people, and mm-hmm. w is looking around at everybody else on that row of bleachers with him, and he's looking around like, "Is this okay like is this guy do you think I so fucking act like that He was making faces at certain points in that speech, going,, yeah. boy, I' yeah. taking it there, and I'm fucking w yeah, you
0: know? but you know, I thought well, it was amazing, and I was telling my dad this uh the the Bushes, and and the the both Bush administrations." Have have said or both Bushes, I should say, have have said nothing a lot of a lot of good things about Obama. I mean, yeah, I mean, just amazing.
1: And they're real close to Bill Clinton these days. Yeah, that's, it, which is it's crazy it's also that weird kind of ex presidents club. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the family that you kind of get inducted to. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I was disappointed that W after after the way Trump did Jeb Bush in the primary. Yeah, I was real disappointed that W did not come out harder on Trump. You know, the old man had no problem saying this is not okay. This is this is not what we do. But I wish W had been more vocal because I think it would have really helped. I was, I would not be surprised if if George and Laura had voted for for Hillary, but I wish they would have been more outspoken. Yeah, I think it would have helped out. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, and Jeb too. He, you know, he got quiet and. And I get, just think about the difference here between a guy who, who's married to a Mexican woman. uh, Yeah. uh, A Mexican woman from Mexico who he met as a missionary working in Mexico, volunteering. And so he's got, you know, kids who are half Hispanic, half Mexican. And then he, you know, he gets the importance of we're all in this. This is, this is the melting pot. And then to go from Jeb to that completely opposite with, with Trump. I don't know what, what is everybody's? beef like i i what is the problem i mean is it just because we're in texas or we're in more southern half of texas well what am i not getting here what is my disconnect that i don't understand the anti-mexican sentiment that is running rampant between the anti-mexican stuff and the anti-muslim stuff i have I, i cannot tell you a bad experience I, I have nothing to back up any kind of ill will towards either one of those groups. Yeah. I just you're I mean, looking at one right now. Well, so. I, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, nice enough to have me on your show for the third time, but yeah. um, it's just it's bizarre. I it's just at some point we got to quit beating around the bush. Call it what it is. It's fucking racism. It's yeah. ignorance. It's you know, it's white people get nervous that uh, they're going to be the minority. I'll tell you what. I got some bad. I've had plenty of horrible. Run-ins with white people. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, all well, the time. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, haven't you? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm like, have you met white people? Dude,
0: I have I have had people... Not like, to be like the right, white right, guilt right, guy, right, but right, right. We're I, fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. well, so I've had people ask me what my nationality is. I've had people tell me that the wrong side won the Civil War. I've had people tell me that... Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard some interesting things.
1: What... Uh, I mean, but what are they asking your nationality for? We're not talking about like a survey or a...
0: Right. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. When I'm working, people ask me, well, what's your nationality? Well, what is it? I mean, I have to give them the answer. With I'm anything. like, well, what does it have to do with anything?
1: I mean, your name kind of fucking gives it away.
0: Well, some people don't get it, though. That's weird. I had one guy tell me that, well, terrorists can speak Spanish. And I go, yeah, they can speak Spanish, but they all come in different kinds of colors, too. I mean, let's... let's terrorists
1: be... can speak Spanish.
0: Yeah, He said that. Told me that. I swear to God. And then he goes... I shouldn't say that But I mean He goes uh, What did he say He said uh, "And uh, So I tell him They come in all colors And I go you remember the Unabomber I mean What about Timothy McVeigh I mean That guy was a we terrorist We go to the list I can go through Columbine I mean
1: Yeah All the way up and down uh, You know Even San Bernardino And Orlando Those guys were from here They didn't come over here Yeah They were from here Like let's The guy who The the crazy white guy Last Christmas Who shot up the Planned Parenthood Yeah I mean, the majority of the crazy shit going down is right-wing white people. Yeah. It's not,
0: you know. It's not terrorist groups. Yeah, it's not, I don't know. It's not, a, I mean.
1: I, you know, that's what, what blows my mind. I was talking to one of my best friends uh, the other day, and I'm going, "We look around. We live in, you know, central Texas, the United States, the safest, like when was the last time you were out somewhere and honestly felt unsafe, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll get the only time I get like that is because I've been watching too much news or listening to too much stuff or and i, I the the fear mongering stuff is set in, yeah, yeah,, and I'm thinking through that filter like like I'll be the guy in the movie theater who is so get start to get so paranoid about some weirdo walking in the movie theater, like a guy sitting mm-hmm. down to watch a movie by himself, I do that, I'll go to a movie by myself. And now here I am judging this other dude for doing it, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll start getting so nervous and fidgety. Now I look like the guy who's getting ready to pull out the gun and uh-huh. start shooting everybody. Because, yeah. you know it's it, it's the kind of thing where it happens once, and now we we start acting like it's happening everywhere.
0: Yeah. Did you uh did you see Ricky Williams get pulled over in Tyler?
1: And I heard a little bit about it, dude. and then he went on Dudley and Bob for like an hour and talked about it and made big news. Tell me about it,
0: dude. So he's. It, uh, the YouTube video is out there. Uh, he's taking a walk. He went to Tyler to do some sort of football um enshrinement with Earl Campbell. Okay, so yeah, because Earl's from Tyler. Yeah, so they go. Name's Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go down there, and Ricky decides to take a walk from his hotel just to take a walk. That's get what he. Some air. Yeah, just to get some air, whatever. Cops pull him over while just he's walking, walking. While he's walking. And then they they ask him, well, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just taking a walk, you know. I'm just uh
1: the most like uh light spoken. Yeah, nice like, guy. and
0: he's very soft spoken throughout the whole time, dude. Yeah, casual. Cops. Yeah, typical Ricky Williams. So they handcuff him, and then they're telling him, well, you they they for whatever reason they handcuff this guy, and there's three cops, and they're like, well, um, we got to. We got a call in. You match the description of what somebody said down the street that a, a black guy jumped her fence. And he's like, But I haven't been behind anybody's house. I haven't been. I've just been down here walking.
1: Right. And they're like, Well, well you meet the description, a black
0: guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, Well, what description is that? And they would say, Well, he's, he's a black guy. And I was like, Okay. And then he's like, Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, Well, what are you doing here? He's like, Well, I'm here. I'm staying at the hotel. Did they not know who he was? Yeah. So five minutes in, they ask him, So what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm just, I'm retired. I just, you know, I'm, I'm I'm here doing this event. And they're like, who
1: doesn't, what cop doesn't get Ricky Williams' ID? So they
0: look at his ID and they still don't get it, dude. And then like halfway, they're like, well,
1: maybe it's because it says Eric.
0: Maybe, maybe, but still, yeah. And he goes and they go, are you Ricky Williams? He's like, yeah. The guy that played for the Dolphins? He's like, yeah. Yeah. And they're still like treating him. Yeah. The Heisman post. Yeah. Yeah. They're still like, give them shit. Yes. The whole time. So what happened? So after a while, he's like, well, what did I do? And they kept, they kept beating around the bush. He's like, I didn't do any. I haven't done anything. I'm just walking. I'm just walking, getting fresh air, blah, 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 blah.
1: And that's a dangerous point of the interaction where he's getting frustrated. Yeah. And if, there's that point where if he gets too frustrated. They're going to take him you know, in. Who knows?
0: Yeah. So then, they, so then they uncuff him. I mean, they've, they've already uncuffed him at this point, And then they just let him go. And he just walked but there's like, there's like three cops.
1: Dude, he's, an, he's a state treasure. Yes. You better drive him back Dude. and let him sit shotgun. Yeah. Ricky Williams, man. It's Earl Campbell, Ricky Williams and Vince Young. That's that's yeah. the legacy. Maybe pretty much, uh, yeah. street back in uh, the 60s. Yeah. Jesus. So I
0: mean it's just like wow. Yeah,
1: that's really mind-blowing Jesus. that he just got harassed and, like that. And
0: it just makes me think like this stuff yeah. still exists. And obviously it exists.
1: I want like he's not it's not like Ricky is walking around you you can run into him in Austin. It's not like he walks around I don't want to say like a thug, but it's not like he's he's all, a very well-dressed, classy guy. Yeah. He always has been. Yeah. You know?
0: He's just always been a simpleton. Very right. simple.
1: Just just a laid-back guy. Yeah. Laid-back stoner guy who wants to play some football or, or not if he can't smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. You know? Whatever. Yeah. That's that's really so, disappointing. So, I, I didn't hear I the full story. Um, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know if it's a... If it's just... We're going to just continue to deal with that through the Trump era. I feel like... Anybody the least bit racist is probably a good bit empowered by Trump winning. Yeah. Like, oh, this is okay to act like this. I can be a total racist idiot and get away with it. Because, yeah. look, we got, you know, the president's doing it and, you know, yeah. terrorists speaking Spanish. and
0: Yeah. It's, so it's It's like I told my dad. I said, I felt like we took a giant step forward in 2008. Mm-hmm. And then we took a huge step back.
1: Yeah, that's kind of, and nice. that's kind of what it was in 2000. You know, yeah. we got we made a whole bunch of progress after 12 years of, of Republicans and Bill Clinton gets the economy back on track, the, the tech boom and the web boom, and then W gets elected through not winning the popular vote, and we take another big step back. So it's kind of just that constant, you know, pushing that boulder up the hill. Yeah, it's uh, we always end up getting so serious, bro. I know, I know. We always end up uh, solving all the world's <laughs> problems.
0: But I think it's just us caring That's all
1: Yeah Especially You know This is a new time You know It was really easy To get complacent And and, and kind of check out On the stuff When you knew Barack Obama was in there yeah. And you knew He's probably the One of the coolest Just uh-huh. Coolest smartest guys That ever lived Or walked the planet Yeah Like he's in a, in a League of his own Definitely And then now That we've got you know reality tv show host former wrestlemania promoter <laughs> who it's was in wrestlemania
0: 23
1: yeah yeah he was actually in wrestlemania wasn't he the the hair fight he got
0: stunned by stone, stone cold gave him a stunner did he
1: really yes somebody gets stone cold on the on the phone yeah. it, 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 no but, i
0: think I, well i think stone cold has common sense not to support this guy even though i know he's probably more he's or way right wing but he's yeah.
1: but there's a diff- that's another thing is it's a just because you're a Republican, you don't have to go along with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a big difference. Yeah. Those guys, they don't agree with stuff Democrats want to do, and they're more corporate and all that. I mean, everybody knows the difference, or should, but Trump is a whole new thing. This yeah. is a whole new party. Yeah. It's, a, it's just cronies, man.
0: Yeah. How do you feel? I'm good, dude. How are all you? Right, I'm good. I think we got it. Is that it? Yeah. That was quick, man. It was quick.
1: That was really quick. So,
0: what do you, um uh, tell everyone where they can find you, Sam?
1: All right, uh, so if you're in Central hey. Texas, uh, <laughs> is, uh, no, I you can find me Wednesday nights at Buzzmill and San Marks at eight p.m. and then Wednesdays at ten p.m. at uh at the Bucket List Show at Stonewall in the Square, hosted by uh, Jason Johnson and myself. Uh, uh, most Tuesdays I'm at wake the dead coffee house hosted by Camille Stone doing stand-up uh, there's a few other shows I'm trying to think Sunday nights at Buzzmill in San Marcos is a great storyteller show also hosted by Jason Johnson there's um, I don't know man there's a lot going on uh, yeah. at the yeah. Sam Slate on Twitter
0: yeah I need to go check out one of your shows I might uh, do that
1: in the next couple of weeks Yeah, come out man come out uh, come out before you go see merit that way you don't have to that way it's not ruined <laughs> got it in the last like three weeks uh, Seinfeld uh, Some big people Have been through Austin lately. Yeah Yeah I so saw them. that Was it Rock or somebody too Yeah So it's been Austin's had some big names Coming through All theater shows But yeah I'm all over Twitter I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Twitter's a problem for me <laughs> uh, But yeah I mean you Catch me on uh, On on your Twitter feed Or on mine Or, or, or whatever man Yeah I, I feel I feel bad That we got so serious The whole time and It's okay It's okay do you do? Uh, you ever do bumpers for your we, show? Do you we, do can, a we
0: can do a bumper.
1: I am going to tell you right now: there's the best podcast in the world. Is the world of row. people? They call me all the time. They say Rose Santos is, he's tremendous people. They call me. They tell me that. And here he is. It's, it's Rose Santos.
0: <laughs> all right, man. Thanks, dude. Thanks, buddy. comes to politics sam is never afraid to hold back and i think in this episode he was very very adamant and outspoken about how he felt on everything going on in the world and kudos to him and i mean it, like he like everything just um i think we all felt we all kind of feel what he's feeling or what we're both expressing is kind of maybe what you're feeling maybe if you're not if you're not feeling it then i hope i didn't piss you off <laughs> Anyway, Sam, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it, guys. Follow him on Twitter, at Slate. You can check out his Facebook page, facebook.com slash Slate. I think it is. Uh, if you're in the area, San Antonio, San Marcus, Kyle area, Austin area, go check out his shows. He, he does a lot of stand-up gigs in San Marcus, so that would uh, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, check him out on the Robin Slim Show. Back in October, he did a, a debate on the Robin Slim Show, and it was hilarious. Hilarious. Some of real old-fashioned. Night. Anyway, guys, I got to get out of here. I got to get ready for what's to come today, tomorrow, and then the exciting day of Saturday. So, guys, um, social media, Twitter and Instagram at Royal Soundless Jr. Check out the Facebook page, facebook.com. Uh, email me, royalsjr at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, maybe you want to be a guest on my show. If you are a comedian, actor, I want to hear about you. Tell me what you think about my show. Tell me what you want to talk about on my show. I would love to have you on my show. Special thanks to Waylon Thornton and the Heavy Hands for providing music and allowing me to use their music. I've been using his music, the band's music, since episode maybe 17 or 18. No, no, actually I'm wrong. Episode maybe episode 22, 23. Uh, They've been very, very kind enough to let me use their music and I've been playing their music, uh, their new EP. That's the song Count Chocula as my intro and outro. Thank you, guys. Great music. Um, check them out on the Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Waylon Thornton and the Head um, And that, I think, is going to do it, guys. You've been listening to The Wall of Row. Stay tuned as The World of Row turns. Have a great weekend, everyone. And wish me luck. Stay on my Facebook page. Check it out, okay? Peace.